0: This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user Naughty Ninja 2 The title of the story is Staying Employed. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. My boss gave a small grunt, and I felt his cock slide into my pussy as he mounted me from behind. He didn't move at all at first his hands reaching down to paw and clutch at my full breasts, which hung uncovered. I squeezed my eyes shut, wishing it was over already. Then he started to work his cock inside of me, small strokes at first, slowly lengthening until he was driving his cock all the way into and out of me. His hips slapped into my ass, and I could feel him beginning to harden and swell even more. A small moan, then he pulled my hips back towards him, his whole body stiffening. A moment later I felt the first of his cum as his cock began to twitch and buck inside of me. He grunted again, his member pulsing before he pulled out suddenly, leaving his cum to leak out of me onto the expensive rug in his office. Blinking back tears I straightened, pulling my blouse back over my shoulders quickly with one hand while I tugged my skirt back down over my ass with the other. With shaking fingers I buttoned myself back up, and without a word, I fled. You're probably wondering how I, a married woman, Ended up on my hands and knees letting my boss come inside my pussy. Backtrack three months and I would be wondering the same thing. My husband and I had only been married a year when I took the position in Prince, Waterhouse and Ballard. They were an advertising firm and competition for the role of a junior creative was fierce. I had dressed conservatively for the interviews, wanting to be taken on my merit not my looks. Full breasts, curvy hips, and long, dark hair with glasses were an alluring look to some. Even on getting the job, I'd stayed pretty careful not to wear clothes that showed my figure too much. Some people still noticed though. I could see eyes lingering on me as I walked through the hallways at times and caught the tail end of a comment here and there. It's impossible to dress professionally with any style and hide boobs as big as mine. Still, the pay was good and we bought a house a couple of months later. Things were going swimmingly until the hubby got sick and then got fired. Suddenly the mortgage was hanging over both our heads as I tried to keep us afloat. I was able to do it too, barely. We weren't saving any money but we weren't going bankrupt yet. However, we were always one paycheck away from everything falling apart. Then the mistake happened. I still don't know exactly how. All I know for sure is an hour before we were supposed to make a final presentation on a multi-million dollar deal disaster struck. I had been asked to make a last-minute change to the slide backgrounds and, with 59 minutes on the clock pulled the flash drive out of the computer and walked it to the conference room. Except the presentation wasn't on there. I raced back to the main computer, my heart beating only a little quickly. After all, we had servers and backups, right? It wasn't on the server anymore, either. My heart was pounding now. Frantic. I called it and they rushed to help. Records showed the files deleted manually right at the time I had been moving them onto the flash drive. I was fucked. Come in. His voice called from behind the office door. I took a deep breath to calm myself, then nudged the door open and stepped inside. Tom Ballard sat behind a large mahogany desk, leaning back in his designer leather chair. He was a decent enough-looking fellow. The perks of being a partner let him play squash on his lengthy lunch breaks, and his hair was full if speckled with a little gray. He gestured to a chair opposite him, and I nervously sat down saying nothing. He leaned forward, placing elbows on the desk and steepling his fingers together to look at me. We've got a problem, Nicole, Ballard said after a long silence. I know, sir. I replied with a rising sense of panic. I didn't delete the files, I swear. Tell me what happened. He responded and listed as I explained the sequence of events. When I was finished, he shook his head slightly. I don't think you deleted the files on purpose, he said finally. I felt the tension leave my body in a flood. He believed me. The corners of my lips started to curve in a relieved smile. But, I can't let someone work here who can make such basic, damaging mistakes, he continued. My smile froze on my lips. Indeed, the entire world seemed to freeze for a moment, my heart skipping several beats. WH, what are you saying? I asked with urgency. I felt like a tidal wave was rising in front of me. The room suddenly seemed unstable, shaky somehow. I'm saying I can't keep you employed here in the firm. His tone was grave, his voice gentle but firm. Tears sprung to the corner of my eyes, and my breath exploded out of me. I felt like I couldn't breathe. Looking down at my hands. I said quietly I need this job sir, we'll, we'll end up homeless. He took a deep breath, and his gaze seemed to expand somehow, taking all of me in. I've noticed you walking around, he said after a moment. I froze, deer in headlights. He was a partner, and I was a junior creative. Our paths didn't cross, and he hadn't even been at my initial job interview. I said nothing, and he continued. You're a fine looking woman, but I'm sure you know that. I'm married, I blurted. My face immediately flushed with embarrassment. Maybe I had jumped the gun. I know. I know about your husband's situation, he said delicately. It's a shame, him losing his job like that. How is he doing now, by the way? Fine, I replied, and meant it. The stroke had been unusual for someone his age and fitness level, and he'd made a full recovery even if his career hadn't. I'm glad to hear that, Ballard said and sounded sincere, which made his next words all the more surprising. Stand up and remove your top. Time seemed to stand still again, and my mind was racing now. I quickly cataloged how long we would last if I walked out of this office without a job. But I knew I couldn't let this man fuck me and send me home to my husband. I would die from guilt, a rock in a hard place, no way out. But maybe I could save myself, at least somewhat. If I was going to not end up with this man's dick inside my pussy, I had to take control. I'll give you the best orgasm of your life, I said firmly and stood up. Willing my hands to be still, I reached up and unbuttoned the top three buttons of the blouse I was wearing. My cleavage was clear, the swell of my breasts and their bra showing to good effect. He noticed too, his gaze dropping to lock onto my tits. In fact, you'll be begging me by the time I'm done with you, I said with a false bravado I didn't feel. I could make my husband beg, certainly. But we'd been together for years and I knew what he liked. But there are ground rules, I said. This pulled his eyes up to meet mine with surprise. I don't think you're in a position he began to say but I cut him off. You don't get to put your cock inside of me, I said firmly. But if I can give you the best orgasm of our life without doing that, I walk out of here with my job intact. A second chance, as it were. He arched an eyebrow. And if you don't, he asked quietly. You'll still have come and you've lost nothing, I replied gamely. As I spoke, I moved around the desk with as much shimmy as I could put in my hips. I could feel my breasts swaying slightly from side to side as I walked, and I knew he noticed. He swiveled his chair away from the desk to face me, and I kneeled down in front of him. Wordlessly, I reached out to touch his already hardened cock through his pants. Stroking it lightly from bottom to top with my fingertips, I asked him do we have a deal. He nodded slowly, his breath coming a little faster now. I knew I had a chance. At least, I unbuttoned the rest of my blouse, sliding it off my shoulders and letting it fall to the floor. His eyes fell quickly to look at my tits and their bra even as I reached out and began to unbutton his shirt also. I pulled his shirt open to expose his bare chest and then kissed my way down it slowly. Reaching his belt, I unbuckled it with my fingers and unbuttoned the top of his trousers. He didn't need to be told, raising his hips as I slipped them along with his boxers down over his hips. His rock-hard cock sprung free. Bouncing comically in the air for a moment as he settled back into his chair again. I couldn't believe I was here, about to do what I was about to do. I loved my husband and had never even thought about cheating on him. But you gotta do what you gotta do. And I had to make this man come harder than he'd ever come before in his life. Leaning forward, I slid my hands along his thighs and extended my tongue to lick gently at the underside of his cock. It twitched in response, and a low groan escaped his lips. Encouraged, I started lower and starting just above his balls I ran my tongue the full length of his shaft, slowly swirling my tongue back and forth as I went. He moaned, his hips pushing forward slightly. I could tell already he wanted me to suck him, to feel the full warmth and wetness of my mouth wrapped around him. But that wasn't the deal we had. I began to lap gently at him with my tongue, licking back and forth near the base of his cock. His prick swayed back and forth with the workings of my tongue. He tried to lower his hips in the chair to get me to lick at the more sensitive parts of his shift closer to the head. I was having none of that though and adjusted my position to stay down towards the base. His hands reached out and cupped my tits in their bra, and I stiffened for a moment, my tongue freezing on his cock. You just said I couldn't be inside of you, he said in a low, husky voice and continued to fondle my tits. I sighed inside my head. He was right, after all. I hadn't laid out enough rules, apparently. I went back to work, but I was conscious of his hands on me now. Even as I continued to lick at his shaft, his hands slipped the straps of my bra down off my shoulders. The bra slipped off my breasts, and he gave a gasp as they came fully into view. I knew I had great tits, had had great tits since I was 13. Ballard seemed to like them. His cock got even harder, and he began to play with my nipples. I wanted to speed this along, but it needed to be good. No, great. Ignoring his hands fondling my tits, I reached my own fingers up and traced his nipples instead. He gave a gasp and his cock twitched under my tongue. This was a good sign. Some men had sensitive nipples and he was one of them. Even as my tongue continued to work him, my fingers now began to work also. I used my fingertips, rolling his nipples around as I began to lick higher and higher on his shaft. I never touched the head, knowing it wasn't the most sensitive part of a man's cock. Instead, I came up to just below the head. This was the gold mine. He grunted and pushed his hips forward slightly to try and increase the pressure. Who knows, maybe he thought he could sneak it inside my mouth. I was ready for this though and eased back to keep the touches of my tongue teasing. Flirty. His breathing was coming faster now, and I could see a steady leaking of percum at the tip of his cock. It was on his stomach, a glistening trail as he looked down at me with his hungry eyes. His cock was getting a little harder and beginning to swell slightly. I knew he was getting close. My fingers worked their magic pinched and twisting his nipples gently even as my tongue continued to lap and tease just below the head of his cock. He pushed his hips forward rhythmically now, unconsciously creating the rhythm of sex. Ballard's breaths were coming in gasps, and his cock felt like an iron rod beneath my tongue. I felt guilt and shame in my entire body, his hands clutching desperately at my tits and nipples as his orgasm approached. His cock stiffened and a stream of cum came out of the tip almost like a flood from a fire hose. A moment later his body stiffened also, and then his orgasm hidden full. I stayed focused because this was the moment of truth. My fingers continued to work his nipples, and my tongue stayed lapping away on his shaft as his cock twitched and pulsed, sending spurts of cum all over his stomach. He swore softly the entire time, his voice punctuating the pulsing of his cock with a grunted fuck, shit, fuck over and over again. Finally, It was over. I straightened, my tits swaying gently as I leaned back on my heels. I watched him, keeping what I hoped was a teasing and confident smile on my lips as I put my bra back on and slide my blouse back over my shoulders. He lay slumped in the chair, a glazed look in his eyes to match the glazed semen covering his stomach. I buttoned my shirt up and stood to look down at him. Well, I said finally. He muttered something, then cleared his throat and tried again. I'll just come to work tomorrow. Make sure you don't fuck up again. I nodded and said, Thank you, sir. As I escaped his office, I glanced over my shoulder to see him wiping at his stomach with a small towel, his hands shaking slightly in the aftermath of his orgasm. I still had a job. For today, at least.